Now you know that I'm going out west. I think that it's for the best. Hey, this is Stevie Kalinich for Transcendental Radio, and my guest today is Al Jardine. They wrote me a letter back, said, Get yourself out here fast. We'll send for your things and put you in a nice hotel. I knew I was doing good They typed it on an underwood My letter came all the way by U.S. mail They said they could use a man Who could read a set of blueprint plans By the time you read this I'll be flying over Indian wells And I'll be sending you a postcard from California Tried you on the telephone I didn't find you at home The lines were down I guess this note'll have to do Now leaving like this ain't right But I had to take the morning flight I love you girl and I'm already missing you And I'll be sending you a postcard from California And I'll be missing you each and every day I didn't find you at home I'm not real good With words or making sweet goodbye And maybe I'll change my plans And start up a rock and roll band I'll write you a song And maybe it'll make you cry And I'll be sending you a postcard
tried you on the telephone. Well, that's Glenn. I didn't find you at home. I'm very excited today to have Al Jardine in the studio, another meditator and one of my buddies. And Al, hey, tell Steve. us about that song. Wow. I love it. I haven't heard it in a while, Stevie. Honest. It's, it's, it's my favorite Glenn Campbell song. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I wrote it with, I, it's transcendentally, I wrote this thing in, in, in a, a state of, of uh, bliss. I guess you call it bliss. The, his voice was permeating the song. But I didn't know it at the time. It was very, very reminiscent of Rhinestone Cowboy. <laughs> and I, I was, Glenn was just speaking to me through the ether or something. And so I called Glenn and I says, can you sing this song, Glenn? I, I hear your voice on it, right? <laughs> well, yeah, probably did. But uh, it, it, I was picking up on that vibe. And when he started singing, it was just so natural. And I you said, guys Glenn, both sound I, so great so on it. So I said, Glenn, what is this? What does this song sound like to you? He says, oh, he says, oh that's Lineman. <laughs> and I went, Lineman? What anyway, neither of us got it right, but the song is perfect. You know, uh, each one of us had our take on it, and, and he, he gives it 100%. Tell us about this song and what your concept is and what, what, the, what it's about. It's about my, my family traveling out west from, from Ohio in upper state New York. And my, my folks were like gypsies. They just were constantly on the move. They, they, they were never happy with where they were, you know, geographically anyway. And so the ultimate goal was to get to California. And so that's what this song is about. It's uh, the westward ho thing, you know, uh, towards post, post-war, post-World War II. And how do you think it affected you as an artist? Oh, big time. <laughs> I mean, as soon as we got to San Francisco, uh, we established roots there for a couple of years. Again, on the move. Next move was to L.A., Hawthorne, California. And guess who I bumped into there? Brian my, Wilson. My old buddy, Brian Wilson. How did you know you could sing? Me? Yeah. How, I when could did it sing? come to you that you knew you could sing? Uh, my mother tells me that my first ukulele, uh, about six, I was about six years old, she bought me a uke, and I started singing and you know, just strumming along with my myself. <laughs> yeah. Did you start a, feeling that you love singing right away, or did it oh, take a while? God, yeah, that was natural. Came natural to me. That's fantastic. And my You're brother and I were both musicians. He, we both played clarinet uh, early on, and uh, my dad was a clarinetist. Met my mom in the orchestra. As a matter of fact, she was a violinist in the uh, Toledo. What amazes me orchestra. now is that your voice seems that it's getting stronger instead of diminishing, which some people, it changes, but yours seems to be staying strong and good. What do you attribute that to? I don't know. Uh, it's gotten a little richer as, as we, you know, progress through the years. The, the, vo the voice tends to, I believe, drop in pitch a little bit, but I could still do, for some reason, I could still do the leads in the same uh, keys they were written in. Uh, and uh, I think we develop certain in our, in our physical apparatus we have a voice we we're not even aware of for instance I, my speaking voice now sounds deeper certainly is deeper but i can reach for that other voice if i need it how would you say that singing has opened up 
your spiritual consciousness in your life and, and how has TM or meditation affected that? I think uh, thanks to the, the career that I've had, thank God for that, I was able to uh, get in touch with my spiritual side um, because singing is, I think, a, a language. In fact, it's the first language, even before spoken word, believe it or not. Uh, our language was, was musical. It was, uh, we'd call to each other maybe, or we'd sing to one another, you know, like a mother does to a child. I believe that's true, and some of the mystics say that everything came from song, from yeah. sound, from vibration. Yeah, yeah, I think that was the, uh, that's, I think that's very true. And I think, anyway, at any rate, in, during our travels to, uh, as a beach boy, doing that very natural thing that we did, uh, we came into uh, the sphere, I, I'd call it the sphere, Maharishi's sphere of influence, influence whereby he was uh, in our, he was in the public eye at the time. I mean, people were aware of his, uh, his message, and, but we weren't necessarily aware of him. Uh, and we were drawn into that uh, by a group of friends, uh, musical friends of ours across the pond, the Beatles. And uh, they came to our... Uh, uh, oh, Maharishi asked the Beatles, he said, who are the most influential musicians in America? Who can reach the, the people in the most you know, comprehensive way? And they, they said, the Beach Boys. No question about it, the Beach Boys. So... Um, he asked them if they would reach out to us and uh, that he would like to introduce us to the practice of TM. An interesting thing was, I don't know if you remembered or not, but when I was living in Hollywood when you guys first signed me in the 60s, I was staying at the Y, and one night you were you had a, like an XKE jag and we were sitting having dinner or something, and you said, Stevie, I'm going to try and take you to England when we go because I'd love to introduce you to the Beatles. but. And then I got scheduled to open for the Maharishi when you did that tour, but I never it never ended up happening. But I don't know if you remember any of that. But that <laughs> it's pretty exciting, yeah, like yeah, a full yeah. circle. And now yeah. I'm in TM and doing it. Isn't that wild? What it's a, a small It's world. amazing. Yeah, the uh, uh, the Maharishi tour was uh, one of those. It it was uh, really well intentioned. Everybody wanted the message to get to, to get the message out. Uh, but it's it's uh, sometimes uh, the messenger uh, in this case the Beach Boys were the wrong messenger at the time for that particular uh, important message and we overshadowed the message yeah and in the lo in the yeah. long run though the harmony that you guys use in your singing is what one in a spiritual practice or in life hopes to have had harmony and joy. Yeah. So it's a much deeper level in the music. Yeah, and yeah. what appealed to me mostly when I first signed with you and even before was that the talk about the harmony aspect and, and how that relates to your whole life and what you're doing. Harmony. Yeah, the harmony. Not the just yeah. the music, but the harmony of how you harmonize your life when things are discordant, when you have a problem, when you're yeah. short-tempered, whatever. Yeah, when... when when life becomes a little too hectic, it's the most valuable tool that one can have. It's 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 our arsenal. Everyone should have this in their arsenal of, of tools. It's a great, forget great drugs, way of expressing it. Forget the drugs. Forget the 
crazy, you know, drinking 40 cups of coffee a day. Uh, if, if you just have this one tool uh, of meditation to take you into the inner the inner soul into your in, inner the inward uh, journey is is the expression of uh, finding your spiritual center and if there's a way that we can contact that center every day then we become more immersed in it and, and enlightened and it and and but Maharishi's so smart or he was so uh, perfectly right that he expressed it to the Western world as a tool, as a mechanism to reduce stress. But truly, the real purpose is to uh, achieve pure consciousness, which is too too much of a concept for most Westerners, you know. Because I mean, you know, we're into our coffee and our our drugs. And we want to get through our, a day, and it was a just, lot. Yeah, it was short. Yeah, short term uh, 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 solutions. He's looking. He's saying humanity needs to find the the level playing field. And we want to know consciousness, how, and we want to know how do we get through the next twenty so, seconds. <laughs> so he appealed to our our, our 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 other side of our nature is oh I'll get rest. Well, by the way, it does give you rest in this hectic environment. You get total rest, and you come out a lot bright, a lot clearer, and 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 you know with ability to function. I guess as he says in the back of it, Gita, there's this beautiful uh, statement about the archer. You pull back the bow, and you pull back the bow slowly, and you immerse yourself, and then let the arrow fly. See, that's that's the key. Beautiful. That's that's the analogy expressed. he used to use for us in, in his many lectures. Can you see that your voice is an expression of soul and spirit in its best form when you're really in tune with it? I never really thought of it that way, but maybe you're right. But could, could I no. mean, could it be? I think so. It, it is. It is. It's the universal language. I mean. I, I think that's why we're all. That's why we're. Our, our, I don't know. I think that's why Brian was so successful. Is that he tapped into that, that spiritual, that deep, inner pure aware. I would call it pure consciousness. I think you're right. And, isn't it? Yeah. Inter- isn't it interesting, Al? How we can have a beautiful song and beautiful harmonies in our music that touches lives, yeah. that makes people change, and yet within our own progress, we sometimes cannot. When we come back into our everyday reality, it's hard to apply it. Yeah. And and then yeah. how, how does this tool help you with things like that? Well, it's beautiful because the more you practice, like anything else, practice makes perfect. You keep, keep you know, you get a little too busy, you forget to meditate, you know, and then pretty soon you, you, you find yourself getting more stressed and more, you know, you got to stay focused and, and do your, your uh, do your two, day, two, two meditations a day, which is the, you know, the way we're taught. Uh, to, to meditate if you miss one once in a while it's not it's not the end of the world but the more you do it the more you imprint that pure consciousness into your awareness and then you begin to, to function better as a human being I don't know if I answered your question right yeah get a little you did a, too a, a wonderful job do, you, do we want to play another song now or do you want to talk more whatever you want to do sure uh, we uh, we could play uh, uh, an environmental piece from the album uh, and and also which which dovetails nicely into a piece that you, you had written for me called Tide Pool Interlude. The first, the first uh, song is called Don't Fight the Sea, a message about the environment and uh, man's folly of, you know, how he deals with his <laughs> just crazy stuff regarding the, his ability, inability to control nature. 
and the natural elements. So this this song is kind of a humble it's a humble experience for, for the listener, and then it dovetails beautifully into your uh, a tide pool uh, uh, element, which which you wrote and is sung by Alec Baldwin. Did I say sung? Yes, recited is by recited. Alec Baldwin. By Alec Baldwin, the, the the voice of God, I call it. <laughs> well, I like it. I usually like to do my own poems, but he did a great job. I know, I <laughs> and know. thank you for producing it. I know oh, I man. argued with you, but man, it's, I apologize. It's a nice piece. It's a nice it's piece of work. Oh, I have to give your your musical uh, partner credit for some of this. Oh yes, Scott. Scott, Scott is fantastic. He did a beautiful job. Uh, You're right on the music. Uh, yeah, Scott Slaughter is a, is a great arranger and uh, and and songwriter. I was very impressed. He helped me finish uh, San Simeon. I only had a kernel of the idea. And uh, I don't know if we're playing that today, but we certainly could. It's it's a song about the Hearst Castle experience. Let's hear it now. All right. This is Stevie Kalinich. I was out in a boat that was gently afloat when the wind started blowing on me When the wind starts blowing You better get going You don't fight the sea
sea breeze rises up out of me. It stretches its fingers all the way to Monterey, from Big Sur and Carmel to San Onofre. Beautiful majesty moves through me majestically. The wind gathers its force. Seashores, naked and rugged, sculpted by wind and rain, carved out of rock and stone, dancing along the centuries. Palm trees, shooting straight up into the blue sky, like stilts against the landscape. I feel you breathing. Your warm breath upon my face, tanning my skin, coloring shades of golden brown. Sunlight upon my face. Sunlight warming my soul. What is this feeling that I cannot grasp, that is hopeful? California. California. You are everything to me. Steve Kalinich, brilliant man. You and Scott just put together, so, and Alec. You know, we all, all three of you just—it's it's a masterpiece. And yet, you put the whole thing together like the composer yeah. of the whole idea. So that yeah. was a great combo. Well, it, it, the "Don't Fight the Sea" dri- uh, uh, segue is beautiful into the uh, the uh, 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 the uh, tide the tide pool interlude. But the Beach Boys gave me the the vocal treatment on Don't Fight the Sea, which I thought was pretty cool. Fantastic. And so it, it's a beautiful uh, coupling, I think, of. Uh, of songs that uh, one dr- dramatic and deeply, uh, deeply moving, and 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 then the the grace and beauty of the of tide pool is uh, it's a wonderful, uh, I think, composition. Tell tell me about your concerns, why you live in Big Sur, why you love the sea, why you're so concerned about the environment. I think that that's a side of you that I would like to hear more about. Thanks. I'm obsessed with it. I, I'm afraid I, I go around my property picking up p- plastic, for instance, because I have a stream that runs through the property. And I'm really worried about the plastic getting into the ocean. And so I, I'm hoping there are other people like me all along the coast that, that constantly police the, the beaches. Uh, I'll even go down to the beach and, and, and pick up stuff off the, off the, uh, at high tide when, when the, the ocean's uh, cleaning itself, it, it sometimes pushes the plastic or, or the, the uh, man-made material in, but then it'll take it back out again. And if it gets into the baleen you know, in the whales, and they're, you know, they're, they're, uh, they can only take in uh, great amounts of water through their baleen, you know, in, in their mouth, it can plug up their, uh, their... Anyway, I worry about plastic a lot. Uh, I'm, a, I'm like a policeman, I guess. I'm the plastic police. <laughs> That's cool. But also you have deep concerns about... Yeah. The rugged, the nature, the wilderness. Yeah, I mean, well, it's natural. It's all around. It's it's. It, we tend to congregate in areas like Los Angeles or San Francisco, but in between these two great cities are are these beautiful, pristine coastlines. And I mean, it's really all we have left. You so know? you found a life in this, away from the big cities, away from the smog, away from things that you could really be yeah, who yeah. you want to be, and you were fortunate enough yeah. to to do it when you were young. Yeah, I was lucky enough to find a uh, a place to to recoup. Recuperate, well, luck combined say. with talent and breaks and the yeah. universe is, and, yeah, and you're also your practice. But those of us who live close to the ocean have to be aware of what's going into the ocean. And that's, that's what I meant to say earlier. It's not just plastic, it's oil and, you know, and anything that we put into the drains, even in our homes, uh, we have to be aware of what we're doing. And there's a beauty about the ocean 
and about all those things that really ha are on a different level than we are. Uh, we don't have the same emotional tones when we communicate with a rock or the waves or a deep cliff, steep cliff. It's a different kind of communication. How does that resonate in your body, in your mind, in your life, and in, in your where you live now? Yeah, it resonates constantly. I mean, I'm always aware of that that connection. I was thinking about about Tidepool, uh, the song. I, I actually excerpted that from a, a poem you wrote called "The Ocean," and then you you are a masterful uh, composer yourself, as you probably aren't going to tell everybody on your radio station. But uh, I had to I had to glean from that these very few special gems. So if you have if you've got the entire poem, you might want to share that with your audience someday. Maybe sometime. But I, I you help bring it out in that case, but I, I feel that whatever it is is a gift to me, Al. That's why, whether that I do it, it, it moves through me, but I, I just feel I've been blessed with that. Mm -hmm. And I, the reason I'm humble about it because I feel it comes from grace mm -hmm. or God or whatever oh. you want to call it. Just like I feel your voice does. What, how do you feel about, your, don't you feel yours is a gift too? I guess, I, I, maybe a gift for my father. <laughs> but also, you know, I mean, he had a well. He had he used to maybe sing, both fathers. My, both fathers. There you are. Your the father, father of the stillness. The, the father of the stillness, and and my actual father uh, had a wonderful voice, and he would he would. I'd come home after school or something, and he'd be in the evening. We didn't have television so much then, and you know, more radio and 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 uh, LPs. You know, and he'd be singing along to Gilbert and Sullivan, singing light opera. The so one, I, the yeah, one thing I probably I, where he got my voice, and also. One thing that I experienced with the Beach Boys, when all of you are together, and I'm not making any standpoints, but I don't think that anything was ever as beautiful as that original group, the harmony. Somehow, it's wow. not that the, the voices could be as good, but they, way they were put together, mm -hmm. there was an aliveness. Mm -hmm. And I've mm -hmm. seen, Brian, where you have where you hear different parts and they don't sound like they're gonna work, mm -hmm. and you put them all together, mm -hmm. and it's like, your body starts shaking. You you yeah. say, "What is this?" It yeah. it feels like the divine presence. Yeah. I mean, that sounds a little syrupy, but it does feel like it. it does. No, he's an old soul. He's obviously uh, reaching way back into the ether for that because whenever he touched the keys, you know, with his fingers, there it, it would come alive, and and that and the parts are right there in his right hand, literally on our. He would say, "Here you are, Al. Here are Carl, and Mike, and Dennis." When Dennis was was singing with us for some, uh, uh, m more often than not, they they would just instantly uh, materialize. It was like a I don't know how much of that was instantaneous or or rehearsed, but we didn't have a whole lot of time to rehearse. To be honest with you, they just came right out of the right off the the keys. What I was amazed at with Brian and, and later with Dennis, but with Brian was I would give him, as you know, some I always wrote the words first. Mm -hmm. And he was inspired. He would change. He would ask me to change things. But that was the initial spark in every composition. L later, I did once the other way. But I love those songs where he got an, excited, mm -hmm. how you did when you heard something, and then we crafted it after that. Well, how about California Feeling? For instance? oh God, yeah, that the way that came about. You well, told we'll, the story. We're going to play that me. later, and you'll you, and you can talk about that later. Is there anything more you want to say, or we want to play another track? I've got more questions, but I want to like well, get more of your music. What do you want to hear next? Well, uh, California feeling, or or, uh, or 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 how about the tide? How about the campfire scene, uh, four and five? Uh, uh. 
try it, my friends. Should I express who's on these tracks? Why don't I explain a little bit about who's performing? I, I, I'd like to to uh, to thank uh, I'd like to thank Neil Young, Dave Crosby, Steve Stills uh, uh, for their contributions. Matt Jardine, my son Matt and Adam Jardine. Uh, uh, st- well, no, on this particular song, uh, these guys contributed to the. Uh, uh, to an inter, another uh, prelude, I call it a prelude instead of an interlude, uh, to uh, a song I wrote for the Beach Boys called A California Saga. Uh, uh, California Saga, California, because it was a trilogy. So, But now I just, I've just titled it A California Saga for the purposes of this album. And, they, uh, and Neil was so good about making sure it was right. He wanted to make sure it was exactly what I wanted. And I think when you hear the campfire scene, which is a prelude to Cal Saga, you'll see what I mean. And then uh, Dave comes in and picks up the harmonies with Matt and Adam. And uh, uh, it's just a wonderful uh, uh, companion piece uh, uh, to this album. Uh, It's called Campfire and then California Saga. Yeah. 
cascades of the cool, clear water and the Sundance final scene sets the hills of the sunshine sets the hills all ablaze. Horizon edges quick up the mountains way. Country Joe would do his show and he'd sing about liberty. And the people there in the open air are one big family. Yeah, the people there love to sing and share their newfound liberty. I love the way Neil and Neil and I sang that last that last line. He he's such a, a kind of okey finoki okey finoki kind of voice. Liberty. It sounds great. <laughs> and and but uh, my co-producer and assistant on this Scott we mentioned earlier Scott Slaughter said hey, you know I, it would be great if we could just sound like a bunch of hobos sitting around a campfire you know and, and driving stakes into the railroad tracks. I'm going okay well let's try it. We'll use that that sound as a is a, a metaphor for this for these guys discovering America and coming to the Salinas Valley in the 1930s, that kind of feeling, you know. And uh, I think you and, captured it. I think so. And and man, it's so funky, but so pure. You know, has a purity to it that that. Uh, uh, but I mean, you know, I mean, it's just what it is. It's 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 uh, you got great people, great writing, great great singing. And, and a feeling for the Central Coast, the, the Beach Boys have always been about Southern California and about the, the and, and the the metaphor of surfing, riding the waves. You know, it's always that riding that perfect wave. But there's a whole other landscape. Your chapter is a, is a little different. It's yeah. more toward what I was trying to do with ocean exactly. and those pieces, uh, the merging of a. a loving the other, but also being aware yeah. of the other part that yes. isn't always. Yeah, fun exactly. and sun and girls, but other yeah, things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Other and, layers. Yeah. So I got a chance to do it with, uh, thanks to some a little help from my friends. Yeah, and it was wonderful when you were doing those albums that we did a couple. We want to talk at all about the Henry Miller or the sure the, or the oh yeah. You remember when we did the Henry Miller uh, Library uh, concert? Fantastic. I, 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 we performed the whole album, and 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 you opened the show for us. With, that was the with, longest. With, I think you gave me like twenty. 25 minutes set. I didn't know how I could, <laughs> that they wouldn't kill me. <laughs> no, they loved it, man. That's the most receptive audience because you're in the middle of a a, a little uh, literary community uh, where where Henry Miller actually lived, and and they have his you know his uh, his works there and his his paintings and all that that stuff, and and it fit perfectly. I thought it was so wonderful. Al. What, what did you? What was your? What was the poem uh, that stands out in your mind that you did? The that, ocean one. Yes. And one of the Galactic Symphonies. Yeah, the Galactic Symphonies. You always Symphony. loved that. Oh, and yeah. also, I remember our dear friend, which I want to mention him, who's no longer with us, Les Chan, was there. Mm. I just want to... Yes. That I love Les Chan, and oh. he was there and made a big impact that night because he was such a fan of yours and such a sweet guy. Yeah, yeah. My heart goes out to them, too. But tell me about the Henry Miller, the feeling you got, because that oh. was... That was so exciting for me. Yeah, it, it was. It was a little daunting to be honest with you. I had, I I went to my studio, and I had to have and I wrote all the lyrics for the whole album out on the walls, uh, on 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 
big paper, uh, what do you call that, wrapping paper? Yeah, you showed rolls me. Rolls of paper, because I, I realized, hey, I've never sung this before. I, I did it in the studio in, in sections, but not all together. So I was like panicking, but anyway, I think I, I made a pretty good effort at it, uh, at doing it. and, and um, That was your handwriting? Yeah. I can read it, I need to hire you for mine. <laughs> I, had, I had to, if you don't write it out by hand, it's very funny. If you don't write it yourself, it, it, it doesn't imprint as well. So you have to write it in order to see, and see I it. I understand. She just, you know what I mean? <laughs> wow. But what a great evening that was. And I'm, I'm just, uh, uh, we were so lucky to be able to do that. Oh, and I would like to put a little pitch in for next, I don't know when this comes out, but next Saturday, July 6th, I'm, I'm appearing there again with a uh, friend of mine from Denmark, a, a brilliant author and healer named Lars Mule. And Al Jardine are going to discuss the spiritual path. It's fantastic. And uh, it's at the Henry Miller Library, Big Sur, California, July 6th. Uh, Lars Mule, Al Jardine is, and I'm going to speak to meditation, the path, that path, and he's going to speak to another path, and we're going to try to come together in the middle. And we'll talk to Jason and see if we can get the show played before your date. <laughs> oh, that would be great, Jason. Thank you. I was walking down the beach in San Onofre. It was such a beautiful day The wind was blowing through my hair The waves they chased my cares away And the sun danced in the morning sky When you're driving through L.A. Watch the cliffs below on beautiful Laguna's Three-Arch Bay California feeling When you're down in New York City And the sky turns gray And you're nearly froze Think of California, yeah, yeah Look at the orange grove Taste the grapefruit from a grapefruit tree Feel the loveliness and beauty of that Oh, that was beautiful. That was Matt Jardine doing that high that high part. He's he has the most angelic singer. voice. And uh, I remember the story about about writing the song. You, you told me that uh, that uh, Brian had been so taken by the lyrics, he just pulled the lyrics out he wanted, right? And then and he ran it. And you guys went into the studio. Marilyn he, came too. Marilyn came, and he, he just sat down and went through it one take. He sang this most beautiful version. And he skipped a few lines, but he made the ones work that he wanted to. And he made it work. And, uh, Without changing, he just did it right off the sheet on a pink sheet of paper. I even remember it. I might have it. And and did he? So I'll ask you a question. Did he have this rehearsed beforehand? 
He, he had just a, came. a rough idea, but he changed it. And I said, my God, there's white gospel. This is, this is beyond the righteous, brothers. This is Brian Wilson. And, and he never really sang like that. And and uh, you know that's how I would try I know, and phrase I, exactly. it. Exactly, white just, gospel. It's beautifully it put. This was beautiful. Well, I found the cassette. I got a cassette from uh, from the session, of course. You know, oh, can you ever play it so for me? I don't even have it. It's the raw, the raw. Oh, sure. Oh yeah, it's I got the raw cassette, it. right? So that's where I modeled this one from. I took this literally and gave my own imp- my own voice and ex- expression to it and Matthew of course and the boys and added a few little gospel harmonies you did a great there. you did a great gospel feel but Marilyn told me he put it in a drawer after we did it he was scared of it a little bit that oh my god he thought it was so it was such an intimate personal that might be the same cassette for all I know because wow. she I bought the Moog synthesizer from her and from, might have been in there yeah might have been the same one anyway I'll, I'll give it to you uh, at any rate, I, I feel that we did it justice. Oh, it's it's, <laughs> it's wonderful. But California feeling, Al, oh. I came from upstate New York. I'd never seen never oranges seen. on a tree or grapefruit. It oh. sounds simple, but it's like zen. Here I am. I can well, look at the orange groves and taste the grapefruit from a grapefruit. Well, I mean, it's it you, was like perfect. It was pure consciousness. Yeah. You had that pure hit. And that, that, that that first hit is so pure, and you just express it so beautifully. And that's the thing about meditation; it's pure. Yeah, you dip there in you there. You dip. You dipped right into it. You dip into and, it. And we all have that within us. See. Yes. And that's the mechanism that works. Every day you keep imprinting that, and pretty soon you're going to feel that every and, day. And hopefully yeah. through our work, besides just taking care of our own lives, we influence and touch and inspire other lives and have them exactly. open up to the possibilities for their own joy. Exactly. And their own experience. Maharishi would give us this little this little. He always had these little wonderful sayings, water the root and enjoy the fruit. Well, that's and, a good and, one, too. Which is, which is what we're doing every day when we meditate. Yeah, and that was in Little Bird. Yeah. The fruit in my own backyard instead. That's all right. alone bears fruit for me. And it's not Same old metaphors. They keep popping up, yeah. don't they? And the but, simple ones. Yeah. It's fantastic, Al. I'm so excited about it. So. Uh, what, what did you want to play now? Well, we, we probably sh- we're getting into those, those beautiful waves of, of love, aren't we? Waves well, of love. Little vibrations of love. And this is a song that I wrote uh, with a f- friend of mine in New York, and it has many iterations. As, as a matter of fact, there's another iteration of this song coming out very shortly in a bundle on uh, iTunes that, that's going to be coming out. But this is one of my favorites because it reminds me of Help Me, Ron. What was your friend? Who, who did you uh, write? Larry DeVosky. Oh, I love Larry. Do you know Larry? Oh, I love great. him. All oh. through you, I know him. Oh, he's he, a great guy. He helped us with Tidepool. Yeah. 
Al Jardine. Miss Music Productions is a proud sponsor of the Stephen Kalinich Show on the David Lynch Transcendental Music Radio Network. What do you think of that, Al? Miss Music. Miss Music. I like that. Carol, our friend. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Carol. Thanks, Carol. Let me talk about what you want to talk about now, what you're doing now, what your feelings are, uh, and anything more you want to say about your meditation practice or your stillness practice or what your hopes are. Well, uh, thanks, Stevie. I, I I am looking forward to this uh, this this new uh, wave. I, I'll call it wave. Why not? This wave of, of energy that's coming forth. I think I think we're all getting energized by this, especially by this program. I might add, you're doing a great job. Thank you, sir. Um, and David Lynch and the in the foundation. I think it's really great what's going on. And Jason. Uh, and Jason. Oh, yeah, Jason. Thanks, Jason. <laughs> I love Jason. Uh, but uh, uh, we're, we're reaching out kind of to the, uh, to the public. It's hard to get our, 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 our music played because there's so much, especially for vets, the veterans like, like myself and, and Brian and, and Paul, all the guys that are, are making music, really great music right now. And it's always a competition for, for – uh, and we're hoping to create for, uh, a station with all these so, other wonderful DJs where they can play what they want, yeah, but there'll be room for this yeah, kind of music. So you guys too. are giving us an outlet for that. Yeah, so I appreciate and, and that. And we hope that we go global with this. We're, yeah, we I hope big so. Plans for but this. It's, the message is great. Uh, the, the TM is an invaluable tool for mankind. It's it's something that allows us to to reach that inner inner uh, sanctity, our inner selves, and uh, it's it's just uh, especially now. I mean, it's just very important for all of us. Yeah. And to overcome, sometimes we have differences with friends and lovers and things like that. But mm-hmm. meditation is a way that we can check our reactions and not jump into things and just snap yes. at people. Because I snap sometimes, and I oh. feel and I get edgy or cranky. And I, mm. when I go to that meditation, that's when I did that song. I go to that quiet place within, you know. Uh, yeah. In in uh, yeah. in a time to live in dreams, a child's yeah. joyous tear. I'm that's that feeling that I got to through meditating through slowing down and, yeah. and i think you it's a checkpoint you've experienced you're right that. oh yeah yeah i've had ex- extraordinary problems with with uh my my uh, uh superficial personality it's the higher self and the lower self constantly in competition with one another sometimes the lower self gets the best of you so you've got to just got to get that balance back and uh for whatever reason it it works no you don't even have to question it all you got to do is just let it happen what you you feel inside better when you're doing it for the greater good. It, yeah, it seems, yeah. from my experience, I, yeah. and would you say for you too? Absolutely. And when I get myself too much in the way, I say, "Uh oh." That's right. Cool it. That's right. <laughs> I just close. It's just, it's just a great. You can do it on a bus, on a train, on a plane, in the middle of a, a auditorium full of music. You, anytime you need it, it's there. And, and the and the stillness practice, it doesn't matter. You, you don't have to believe a certain way. You no, can just take time. No, it's not a belief system to be, at all. Uh, to be still. No, it's not. A, a, yeah. Be still and know you are. That beautiful uh, 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 poem you wrote. It that I was inspired perfect. by the by the all the stillness in the mm-hmm. in the scriptures and in the Hindu books and yeah. in all. People that believe in stillness, and 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 you can, as I said, and also a beautiful thing is if you have uh, 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 trouble sleeping, or or getting your proper rest, and you're overworked, like most families are these days, with two people working in a fam- in a household, you can do this anywhere. You don't have to. You don't have to take the traditional quote nap where you have to have a place to lie down. Or if you push it's yourself, perfect. you just sit there anywhere in in, in the bathroom, in the, in the uh, on a bus, in in a plane. 
And and you and you you find that inner peace. Yeah, and if you push yourself where you just can't let go, sometimes say, "Hey, I've done this enough." Yeah. If I yeah, make yeah, a little yeah. flaw, so what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So It'll what? work. Yeah, it 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 smooths out the edges. Meditation can do it. Takes the edges off, right? Are we preaching or what? Hallelujah. <laughs> so like a couple of it's pre- okay, preaching to the choir here. <laughs> it's okay, but the music says it too. <laughs> yeah, this this music, this next piece of music is, is one of my favorites. It, it's derived from a piece of uh, classical music by Chopin, Etude 10. Uh, I believe it's an Etude number 10. And it's uh, inspired in, in large part by, by my wonderful uh, wife, Marianne. Uh, and who's been such a, a big supporter of mine through all these tribula- tribulations <laughs> and times that we've been through with the Beach Boys. And, and this one is really beautiful. It's a gorgeous tune. And let's play it now. comes back to me Reminds me of the way we used to be Young and in love A melody returns to me And just like perfect harmony Our hearts still beat together just like one In looking back We gave our all And there are things I don't care to recall But now and then I was down and felt so small But you were there to break my fall Without you, darling, life just can't go on No, no I love you and I always will Precious vows I will renew I dedicate my whole life loving you Remember when 
and so in love I thank the lucky stars above Without you, darling, life just can't go on I love you and I always will Yes, I always will Yes, I always will Ooh. Yes, I always will mm -hmm. Yes, I always will Al, I would like you to talk about what we're going to do tonight, even though when it gets on the air, it'll already have been done. <laughs> That's true. Uh, well, we're going to go, you're going to st start the show with some great poetry readings, I'm sure. And I supposedly am going to, am I closing the show? I don't know. I don't think, I don't know if I am or not. But <laughs> I think you're in the but, show. But I'm closing. in the show at, at, at around 9 o'clock uh, or 9.30. I'm doing Help Me Rhonda in a, in a song about TM called All This Is That. And it's, it's about the two ways, two paths, the inner and the outer. And uh, it describes the, the journey that one can take when you have the, the option. Two ways have I both traveled by. And that makes all the difference to me. And it's kind of a nice, it's a little play on, <laughs> on Robert Frost. It's a, which it's, is abuse. It's a great, which, one, wonderful, wonderful message and, and a wonderful idea. And, and the Vedas. And the all this is that is, is, comes from the Vedas, of course, as you know, that uh, we are all one with, with the universe. Which fits right in with the, with the inner peace and the, and the meditation. Yeah. yeah. Also, we have some wonderful people on the bill tonight with you. Lamont Dozier. Mickey Dolans. Moby. The great... Moby, yeah, and the great uh, Conan O'Brien band. Yeah, Jimmy. Oh man, those guys are amazing. And, uh, his brother and Fantastic. Charlie uh, and all of them. Nancy Richie. Sinatra. Nancy Sinatra. Nancy and Nancy Sinatra is going to be on. <laughs> yeah, I hope I'm not forgetting <laughs> someone else. I know. I come know. after me. Oh come on, Michael well, DeBars. Yeah, 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 yeah. And if I didn't think of anyone, I'll mention you on yeah. another show. Yeah, no, the Conan band is just amazing. Wonderful people. Yeah, thanks, Jerry and Jimmy. And I'd like to thank Donnie, our engineer, Al, for oh, doing yes. such a wonderful yes, thanks, job Donnie. with us today. And I'm so grateful that he's helped us so much with these shows for Transcendental Radio. This is Stevie Kalinich here, Transcendental Radio. You're listening to Transcendental Radio, the official radio network of Transcendental Music and the David Lynch Foundation. My wonderful, exciting guest, Al Jardine, I'm grateful to David Lynch, and have a wonderful week, and we love you. I love you, and I always...